This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2018. Oh, welcome to Out Under the Night, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to have to listen to. Who are you? Mommy Challenge Scott. I and get I'm into Karen it, then I forget. Doherty, you do. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls and then we talk about it. And guys, welcome back to another special episode of Out Under the Night where we're talking about our favorite moments for each Golden Girl Ugh. this week. We're going to be talking about... The one. The mother of Fernando, the daughter of Bob Hope, loser of the St. Olaf Butterqueen pageant, baker of the Beskinurkin Flurkin, a candy striper, a watcher of La La, killer of Frida Claxton, bleach blonde, <laughs> bubble-headed baboon, and once in St. Olaf, you can blow it out your tube and burbles, it's Rose Nyland! Yay! And to join us, please welcome back two of your favorite and our favorite out on the Lanai All-Stars and Golden Girl Super fans, Elliot Gleaser and Alaska Thunderfuck. Yay! Hey, hey, hey. hey. It's like, can you believe two weeks has gone by? Crazy. <laughs> Isn't that insane? I know. It's crazy. crazy. You guys really need to change clothes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, we're talking about Rose. Rose. Oh, sweet, Rose. Naive, Rose. Naive, naive, sweet Rose. Adorable Rose. And What's for dinner? Single-digit IQ Rose. What's for dinner? We're a bucket f- of chicken. Speaking of, <laughs> we're going to jump right in to our first favorite Rose clip called... Gonna roast a chicken. Ah, uh, gonna yes. roast a chicken. Oh, patience, everybody. faster, we could sing a work song like they do on the railroad. <laughs> Just follow my lead. Gonna stuff a chicken. Gonna stuff a chicken. Like my mama taught me. Like my mama taught me. Gonna take the chicken. Chicken. Yeah, I definitely said roast. I'm so sorry, guys. I was preparing these notes very late last night. Well, you live a healthy lifestyle and you roast chicken. You're allowed. What are they doing? What are they doing? <laughs> it's yeah. three in the morning. Well, it's 
three in the morning. I do like to think that this is Rose's way of like. I like to think that not only was singing the railroad song, which that's kind of offensive, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a little. But it was the eighties, sure. But also, I like to think that she was like, "Oh, I have a surefire way that's really gonna that's gonna move this along, and yeah. then it's gonna be the most efficient way." But it's definitely not because no. they're opening and closing the oven. Yeah, and you and made a point out. that. The, how much oven space do they have? No, right. they're trying chickens? to make 75 turkey or chickens. <laughs> yeah. They have one oven, regular mm-hmm. sized, and they keep opening yeah, it. Yeah, Dorothy keeps opening escaping it. Escaping the heat out. So Maybe it's, it's like, like a clown oven. <laughs> like a Mary Poppins bag <laughs> or like, oven. Or like it's the, also not attached to anything. But that's like no that yeah. nice Shyamalan movie, The Visit. Mm-hmm. Anyone see that? No. It was good. Well, anyway, there's an oven in there where a little girl literally can fit inside. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and the grandma like stuffs her in and like closes it. Didn't Webster great. take a tunnel? Didn't he exit? No, that was an elevator. They had like an elevator shaft in their apartment. Oh, an elevator shaft. That's yeah. right. And he got stuck in it once or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I that makes sense. I also like that they don't put chickens in like roasting pans. No, they put just right in the oven. oven. Just right on the right on the Got rack. Of stuff. Wow. A chicken. Like DiGiorno. Yes, DiGiorno stuff. Just right on the rack. <laughs> well, I, what I love is, I mean, Betty White is w- one of my favorite actors on the show because her dedication to the character is, is so, so good. Like, she's not afraid to fully commit to, like, I'm going to jam out and this yeah. break down of this song. Yeah. I'm just so into it. She you, loves like, it. You watch other, I mean, they're all, like, B. Arthur, incredible B. Arthur, the best. But B. Arthur is essentially playing B. Arthur. She, yeah. she had a comic timing about herself, and she went with it. And Blanche is definitely acting. But, like, Rose, it's almost like she just embodies mm-hmm. this character yeah. so much that you know, she's not Betty White. You're not and watching the, Betty White. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, is that, you know, subsequently she has maintained an active career. And her joke, the bit that she keeps going back to in, like, everything that anything Betty White is in is that she's, like, a horny old lady. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not even close to Rose. Yeah. Right. Which is extra well, it's it's impressive. To Sue Ann Nivens. Right. But yeah. it's still, like... That's impressive that she's maintained this persona, yeah. and the persona is very different from even Rose. at the Emmys this year when right. she came out and did the thing. She's like, well, I want to fuck all these guys. Yeah. <laughs> she basically was like that. <laughs> I this was the I'm first her. time in her in public where I was like, oh no. Yeah, we had on our on our GGVIP text. I don't talk about that on this episode. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. It upsets me. I want to move on to the next clip. Girls fighting in therapy. Okay, here we go. Come and knock him. What exactly does that mean? Literally, it's the precise moment when dog dude turns white. <laughs> but in general, it refers to the kind of person you don't want to share your hooden coggles with. If you say one more of those stupid words, oh, so blow it out your tube and burbles. Blow it out your tube and burbles. So that is, I think, a very impressive. I mean, because these, I mean, these Scandinavian Saint Olafian yeah. phrases are so hard to say, and yeah. for for, yeah. for Rose to have three of them like right in a row. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's it's yeah, pretty it's, amazing. It's. I mean, she. What's amazing? What I love about Rose <laughs> is that she like. She'll have these moments where she's playing this sweet, naive character, but then all of a sudden she'll shift, and it's like she'll right. be Love angry it. or mm-hmm. really smart. Yeah. But then on second yeah. thought, she can be a real bitch. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes she can be a real bitch. Yeah. It's so good. And There's I, also 
Nope. Oh, there's one moment, and I, I don't know if I doubt it's here, but it's that moment when she is sarcastic to Dorothy about a flu. Oh, the flautist. Oh, he was. A, oh, he's. She's a flautist. Oh, she's a. She's a flautist. No, Dorothy. She plays the flout or whatever. Whatever right. that. I forget mm-hmm. what that joke is, but it was like. It's nice to see a rose take a turn. Yeah. Right. I love that. My, also, fav- my, my favorite rose moment, is, I don't think this is a part of the clips, but when um, Adolf Hitler was her gym teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, Jesus. that's just... That, so good. I will never not die of laughter at that episode. So good. Yeah. I also love, like, Tubin burbles is such a silly word. Yeah. And for her to yell it, you know, because she's... she's Presenting it as in, like, you know, blow it out your ass. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. a soda water but machine. But, yeah, when she's saying tubin burbles, it's, it's such so a funny. silly word, and it's that's what makes it so, so funny. Yeah. Um, I always love the way that Betty White pronounces white. White, white. yes. White. That precise moment when dog do turns... Dog do turns white. Dog What if B. Arthur and Betty White went to the same acting school and learned how to pronounce things the same way? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what if? He talks about that in her one-woman show. What? Going to acting school. Like, like, oh, really? Yeah, with like Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tony. Tony. I remember Tony, 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 Tony? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tony. Who's a big sh- Bernie Schwartz, who then later went by the name Tony something. He was Tony like a fam- one of those famous yeah. Tonys. Mm. I don't know. Well, while we're thinking about that, we're going to watch our next clip. Yes. Which is called <laughs> That's What the Crow Said. Isn't she lovely woman? See you. <laughs> Sonia's not a woman. I know. She's a cow. A pig, a duck, a horse, a pencil sharpener, Blanche, jump in, I'm drowning. Sonia Klingenhofer is a comic strip. And a darn good one, too. Well, good night. Both of you come back here, or I'll be forced to follow you to your room and act it out with sock puppets. Okay, you were saying... In the first panel, it says Sonia Klingenhofer in big letters, and the O has pigtails. What's in the second panel, Rose? Sonia's walking down this country road, and there's this group of children laughing at her. And in the bubble coming out of her mouth, it says, It's not funny. You try getting white bread and mayonnaise out of your braces. (laughs) And then in the third panel... Rose, how many panels are there? Sixteen. And then in the next... Could you just tell us the gist of the story? Oh, fine, but then you'd miss the joke between the two crows on the telephone wire. (laughs) The gist of the story, Rose. Well, in the last panel, Sonia tells her mother and her mother understands. my foot wasn't asleep, I wouldn't ask this. What exactly was it Sonia told her mama? The joke between the two crows. I knew you'd beg to hear it. But get out! But get out! Oh, oh my nose! Are you all right, honey? Wonderful, wonderful. I always wanted to have a nose like Joe Frazier. Ma, how long were you listening at the door? I wasn't listening at the door. Oh, then why was your face pressed against the crack? That's what the crow said! Get out! Oh, God, I can't. That's what the crow said! What I love about this is that it's kind of a St. Olaf story, because I'm assuming Sonia Klingenhopper is like a a local comic strip. It's a St. Olaf story (laughs) that gets interrupted, so it doesn't really, it's not really a story, but to me it's still one of the funniest ones. 
because of the way that it ends in yeah. part thanks to Dorothy with her I mean, get out and it just Dorothy is almost integral to Rose's stories. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah. She's, yeah. she's a valuable player in it because she often is the one who gives the button to it. Yeah. Who gives the reaction that becomes the big laugh line. I do love the moments between when, when Blanche gets testy oh, yeah. with Rose. I do love that. And I love, I think at a certain point they had to start padding, <clears throat> padding the dialogue so that it would give them a reason to like feed Rose the, the joke for the punchline or whatever. Yeah. And so that's why Blanche says... I wouldn't ask if my foot my foot weren't asleep right now. I wouldn't ask this question. Yeah, yeah. I I love that. I love There's when another one where she goes up. like, "Oh, what the hell, honey? It's your birthday yeah. soon. Go she's on." A birthday. <laughs> oh, what the hell? She has a birthday coming up. What is it, Rose? Yeah, I it's love often that. we find like Rose and Blanche teamed up for mm, things. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're often yeah. the two that are teamed up, and then of course Dorothy and Sophia are teamed up. But it's always nice when like that gets twisted and it becomes like, you know, Rose and Sophia running a hotel or like out of the house, like an Airbnb out of the house one weekend or like, but there are those, (laughs) uh, just those one line moments that are, I don't know what episode it is, but when the doorbell rings and Blanche goes, who's that at the door, Rose? It's me, Blanche. (laughs) (laughs) Like that doesn't mean like that has, it's nothing. It's just like a joke that you could just stick anywhere. And it's so (laughs) funny. So good. Just to throw it in. It's me, Blanche. I kind of want to get, that's what the crow said tattooed on my body. I love that line so much. I love the way she delivers it. Like she's so excited. Like, it's. I love that moment. Is this yeah. the origin of that's what she said? I mean, it kind oh of is. Because oh it's like, God. she's like, why was your face pressed up against the crack? Oh, that's what the... That's what yeah. the crow said. Much. Wow. Wow. That just blew my mind. Because Michael insists that our next podcast should be an office podcast. Oh. And uh, that, that's what she said is like a yeah, prominent That's a big part of it. Joke okay. that. Have you watched that office? Oh, I didn't know that's where that came from. Though. I don't think well, that's where it no, came from. Well, no, but it's made popular. Yeah, it came from the Golden Girls. Yes, yes. Guys, this is the origin. We've traced speaking it Speaking of murder, yeah. uh, oh, yes. the next clip that we're going to oh, move on to bell. is the murder of Frida Claxton. Oh, oh my God, yes. Wasting the taxpayers' money. Yank out that tree and start pouring cement. Mrs. Claxton, think about what you're doing. That beautiful old tree is 200 years old. How can you hate a living thing? I hate you. (laughs) That's it. I have had all I'm going to take from you. Now, if you don't have the common decency to treat people like human beings, well, then I'm sure as hell not going to waste my time kissing your fanny. Now, if you don't like it, Mrs. Claxton, you just sit there and shut up while we have our say. And if you don't like it, just drop dead. Go on, Dorothy. What happened? You know when you told her to drop dead? Yeah. I think she did. What I love about this is that Frida literally just dives for the floor. She just keels <laughs> over. Like, that's the most accurate representation of keeling over I've ever seen because she just goes... <laughs> and nobody helps her. If you look at no, the end no. of the clip, they're all just standing around looking at her. Also, the absurdity of somebody being like, yes, rip out the tree on my property and make it flat and ugly. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, It's insane. It's It's, insane. It's so, but Frida Claxton is not only one of the best character names on this show ever, but also one of the best characters. (laughs) I mean, she's just such a good 
character to love and hate. Yeah. It wasn't, what is it? it you always say it the best. It wasn't the Danish. I wanted the Danish. <laughs> <laughs> also, the thing that's so amazing is that Rose, in this episode, goes from... Like trying to appeal to this woman by getting her Danish that she knows she likes to telling her to drop, drop dead. dead. Right. I mean, that's kind of out of character. I don't yeah. think she would. They had to do it for the purpose of the scene, but I don't think Rose would say drop well, dead to somebody. Unless, mm-hmm. unless Rose views it as a competition at this point. Like unless Rose that's, sees she's this. so competitive. Because that's she is true. so competitive at this point. She's like, we're at a hearing here. Our side needs to win. She's pulling out all the stops at this point. Mm-hmm. And she'll do it. She'll fucking kill someone mm. to make a win. So do you think this would hold up in court that she killed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true she, crime, I mean, true it crime Netflix. In court. <gasps> <laughs> I don't know. She do a true crime Golden Girls podcast. Yeah, maybe. Oh my God. Um, I have to put this up <laughs> here oh with, um, I sort of had two clips for this moment about like Rose sort of talking about dead women or women who are about to die. But um, I also had the moment where uh, Rose accepts the award for the runner-up woman oh, who's best. died. Yeah. And she goes, Agnes she Bradshaw. can't put this on her mantle. She's on her mantle. Oh. <laughs> it's just Which, humiliating, that moment. It's, yeah. Because they end up giving, like they were setting up, they're going to give the trophy to Rose mm-hmm. because to accept it on Agnes's behalf. Yeah. And she makes a complete fool of herself. Oh, oh it's so good. It's so <laughs> it good. good. She's competitive. She's got that crazy competitive thing. I don't yeah, have I that. Understand. That's not me at all. I, I understand. I just let it go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of letting it go. Yeah. Let it go. (laughs) We're going to move on to a beautiful, touching moment on the Golden Girls where Rose sort of has to let go of Charlie in a a moment we're calling I Get the Rose. Oh, drop dead. (laughs) I remember the last cake I baked in St. Olaf. It was kind of different. and blow out those candles before Mr. Hickenlooper has the entire volunteer fire brigade up here pumping water on my clean kitchen floor. (laughs) 
I swear that man will look for any excuse to make that siren sound through his nose. <laughs> Inga Lundqvist told me just this last week. I know. Shut up, Rose, and blow out your candles. <laughs> okay. I wish. I guess that was kind of a silly wish. I know you can't really be here with me, Charlie. It's taken me these past eight months to accept that, but I finally have. Then why our usual little private birthday celebration? It somehow feels less lonely, Charlie. I mean, this is the first special day I've had to spend without you. If it had been Christmas, I'd probably have hung your stocking. Or if it had been your birthday, I probably would have still asked the clerk down at Tuttle's to help me pick out a tie for you. Oh, I bet that would have gotten me some strange looks from the sales staff. Although they already look at me strangely. <laughs> because of the time I tried to special order a double-breasted navy suit with a drop seat in the pants for Cousin Wendell. <laughs> anyway, that was part of the reason. The other part was I wanted to talk to you. I know, I didn't need a special occasion for that. It'd be more of an occasion if I stopped talking. But I, I figured since it was my birthday, you wouldn't be upset when you hear what I've got to tell you. I've decided to sell the house and leave St. Olaf, Charlie. The winters are rough here in Minnesota. And this place is too filled with memories to let me get on with my life. I need to start over without you, Charlie. And I think this is the best way. I know it'll be tough in a strange town, all alone, but I've read some wonderful things about Miami. It won't be long before I meet nice people and, and make some new friends. I have a real good feeling about that. So, I just wanted you to know what I decided. I hope to be in Florida before the next winter comes. But I know that wherever I am, you'll be right there with me. I love you, Charlie. I miss you. It's my birthday. You know the rules. I get the rose. Oh, fucking kill me. Fucking kill me. I mean, that, like, what's so amazing about that moment and that line when she's like, I have to get on my, get on with my life and I can't do that here. It's like, here's a woman, late fifties, early sixties at that point, or she's widowed, you know, she's raised a bunch of kids. She's had a beautiful marriage. And at that time for women, it was like, that was the end of your life. Like you're done. Those are your golden years. Like there's nothing else happening. And for a character like her, who was so defined by her husband and her family to say... And where she lived. And where she lived even, I have more to life. I have more mm-hmm. to live. I'm yeah. going to go live this life now and take a chance. And that's that's like Brave. the most bold yeah. feminist statement coming from yeah. the most conventional, non-sort of quote-unquote feminist mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And what a beautiful monologue. Really beautiful. What a it's, beautiful scene. I mean, that's yeah. like... That's, that's a mix of great comedy and acting. Like yeah. that's the last just time like, you could sit and watch one character alone in a room right. yeah. mm-hmm. and be like completely, you know, glued to the screen. Yeah. And literally just a, just a 
little inflection of her voice at the end, and it just makes you Kills cry. You. Yeah. yeah, like just because so she's holding you, it. She's. I miss you. I like, don't know oh. if that's like that's a. I'm not. I'm not a trained actor. I never have been. I don't know what that is. But like, I wonder if that's a skill where she knew to keep her voice at such a monotone level throughout, sort of conversational, and then all of a sudden shifted at the end. Yeah, because that's really what does it for me when she does that whole. I love you, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then she, God. okay, it's that good time yeah. to cut the cake. Like, she, you know, yeah. she lets herself have that little moment. And then she's like, all right, nope, back to it. It's my birthday. And, it's um, you so, know. It's so, so, so good. I also want to say for all of you Vanderpump Rules fans out there, four I realized. There's more than four. There's more than four. <laughs> that Rose said, it's my birthday before Stasi. So Stassi Schroeder thinks that she can claim that it's my birthday. I literally have no clue what you're talking about. That's okay. Or who this person is. That's fine. I'm throwing it out there for the other four Vanderpump fans. Do you guys know who this is? No. But I'm sure the people who do watch the show, they get it. They're gagging. I don't know what that Venn diagram is like. (laughs) Do you know that I did this monologue in college? Did you really? And I can't remember if it was for a class where we had to like choose the monologue or if I did it for an audition. Were you in drag? Oh my God. No. What was I thinking? Like, What? But no, I did it. I I did that monologue. Oh, that's so. It's time I get on with my life without you, Charlie. It <laughs> is such a turning point because it's very like she's kind of a crazy person almost. Like this is where like if she would have stayed in that house, maybe she would have just descended into madness. Yeah. Because Charlie she's, every day. She's sitting here talking to yeah. like a di- like a chair. Delusion. Yeah. She's yeah. set two places at the table. Yeah. She walks in the room and surprises herself. So like this that is a turning point. Requires some delusion. Yeah. And what did her mug say? Oofta. Oofta. <laughs> In the background, you can see it. <laughs> is that a mini, uh, Minnesota thing? It's, it's from, from the You are St. Olaf's Woman of the Year. Oofta. Right, right, right. What a great detail for the props department. Yeah. Uh, and that was before that episode, too. Like, this episode, I think, was before... Her Woman of the Year episode. Oh, maybe. Really? Yeah, I think you're right. I think so. Is um, Ufta a real saying in Scandinavia? Maybe. I think maybe. It I don't feels know. like it's like a yeah, like a Nordic. I'm gonna start saying it though all the time now. Ufta to Ufta. you, soda at Seven Eleven. Thanks. Come again. Ufta. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys have any other favorite Rose moments that you want to throw in before oh, we God. say goodbye? When it comes to like serious acting moments, I, there's the episode where Sophia is having a esophageal spasm and is they think she's dying and she's telling the story of how Charlie died. Yeah. And that I think that's That's in like the first season. I think that's when she won the Emmy and I think that was a big part of it because it was like we see that like oh she can be like serious as she can make you fucking go there. And we hadn't really seen Betty White like that. Like Betty White was always kind of you know the absurd character the Blanche character the the one that was sort of just kept the story going but had no depth to it and here all of a sudden she has depth and it's like I love when she gets ruthless like I love when she gets ruthless like when (laughs) she says um um when Agnes Bradshaw died, she's like, she's not, and you know, she's basically saying like, well, she's not going to get the award this year. Why? Because you work so much harder than her? No, because she, because de- she's dead. <laughs> and then dead, she says, dead, dead. 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 I think muffin, coffee. We're yeah. going to get. <laughs> I love muffin. D- dead, dead, dead. We muffin? are going to get so much shit if we don't mention this one moment. What? The pushing Jenny Lewis out the door. I with was the literally going to say oh, when she grabs yeah. Fernando. Like literally, oh, yes. everyone listening will be like the bear. The Right. I mean, that is such a great gif and moment yes. and everything. Get it's just back the damn, damn bear. bear. <laughs> Crap. And she just pushed. 
pushes Jenny Lewis That's out. That's life, kid. She gets ruthless. It's I amazing. Mean, it's yeah. just so good. I love it. I love when that happens. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, she can be evil. I, I honestly would not want to compete against Rose. No. no. It's, also, it's also very funny Scary. in the case of the Libertine Bell when she finally admits that she helped fool Blanche to thinking that she actually mur- that there was this murder <laughs> happening yeah. and she's like uh, simple or, I or do fog the glasses or, oh, why would you do that to me or would simple she, and or, the earring bit right yeah. she's like yes. simple defogging uh, the glass that's so far yeah, fed or would she like and... she accidentally mixed the invitations and got a bunch of Elvis impersonators to Sophia's wedding oh, yeah. or even better when she didn't tell everyone that Sophia wasn't really <laughs> oh dead oh my god oh my god oh, I made so the damn bad. punch what more yeah. do you want <laughs> or when oh my oh I know my favorite my favorite 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 is when Becky goes into labor in the oh, bedroom yeah. and she has she's like call the coach She's like, call the coach and something she else. And she goes, Coach Nintervini. She calls Coach Nintervini her ice skating co- <laughs> uh, uh, coach. But also, there's a moment where she's, oh God, I'm from forgetting the exact line, but it's so fun. Oh, she goes, Am I crazy or did I hear screams in here? Yes and, and yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, 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 wait, where are Boom. That's great, thing. Boom. Boom, 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 but I love, I love, I love that scene where because there's a moment and I can't remember exactly what it is, where, but Blanche is going. Uh, sorry, Becky is going into labor and so uh, Dorothy's like telling her what to do, and Blan and Dorothy doesn't. I mean, sorry, and Rose doesn't get it. Yeah. And then there's a moment where she's like, explains to her again, and then you see Rose put the pieces together that. Becky is literally ha- in labor, and it's the funniest, wackiest thing that she didn't understand it. Yeah, she doesn't understand that she's in labor. It's so We're so funny. good, so she's good, so good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our best of oh uh, yes. Rose moments. Yes. We um, love you, Betty. We uh, love you. Our golden takeaway is that we love you. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you guys listening at home, let us know what your favorite Rose moments are on Facebook and Twitter, and we will see you guys next time for another special best of episode of Out on the Lanai. Thank you, Elliot in Alaska, for being here. Thank Ooh. you. What uh, what other podcasts do you guys have going on? Oh, well, you can listen to Race Chaser on the Forever Dog Network. And Race you can listen Chaser. to your, make, your Making It Worse on the Starburns Audio Network. I can't do our theme song. What is it? Um... Boom, 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 boom. I, oh, I can't play can, it now. Can listen, Alaska's the first guest. You can listen to that episode for your first time. Oh, it's yeah. a great episode. Yeah. Right. I listened yeah. to it. I yeah. loved it. We need to get you on. Yes, Make please. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All okay. right, guys. Well, until next time, when we do the next best of Golden Girls episode moment for the girls. Stay, Stay golden. golden. I love you, it's Charlie. It's so golden. It's shower. All right. I love you.